Hi, this is Georgia Kimmy, and I'm an attorney in East Texas, hence the name Piney Woods Justice for this podcast. I travel around Texas practicing criminal and family law in counties such as St. Augustine, Sabine, Shelby, Nacogdoches, San Jacinto, Polk County, Trinity, and lastly, Angelina, where I've been working for the last ooh, almost 17 years for District Judge Paul White with his drug court program. Today, I have a unique opportunity to interview Al Sharanza. Al is running for Judge White's spot in the election. Judge White is retiring at the end of 2022. He's been on the bench for a long time, and he is very well respected, and he's done a lot for this community. So it's going to be very difficult for somebody to fill those shoes and take his place. Fortunately, Al has been a criminal attorney here in Angelina County for at least 10 years. That's how long I've known him, I believe, or maybe even longer. Um, He's got a lot of ideas for this community. He's got a lot of experience. His opponent, however, is majorly into civil law, Todd Cassaw. He's also a very upstanding man who's done a lot for this community, hence a close race. They're both Republicans in a very Republican county, so the primary is actually probably going to determine the winner in this election. Anyway, I do plan to interview Todd uh, very shortly, so you can compare and contrast these two men and decide who would be the best judge for the 159th District Court. All right, here we go over to the courthouse, and I am on my way to meet Al. Also with me is Katia Villanueva. She's a young lady representing the Hispanic community in this area, and she has a couple of questions for Al. So let's go meet him at the courthouse. this afternoon with Mr. Al Sharanza. He's one of Angelina County's premier defense attorneys and he's here today to talk about the election because he's running for the 159th District Court District Judge. As our current judge, Paul White, is set to retire at the end of 2022. So this is going to be a heated race and we have a lot to talk about with Mr. Sharanza because he's been around a long time and has some great ideas for this county. Hey, Al, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what makes you uh, qualified to run for district judge? Okay. Well, I grew up actually in Arlington, Texas, and went to the University of Texas in Austin. Graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Speech Communication in May of 1987. After that, I worked uh, in sales. I sold uh, financial investments for a year and then worked for a customs broker, uh, shipping things around the world, uh, both by air and sea, ground. And it was during that time, a friend of mine suggested I go to law school. So I took the law school admissions test, did well, and applied and was accepted to South Texas College of Law. I graduated from South Texas College of Law in uh, 1992, got my license, and I've been practicing law now for 29 years. The first thing I did is I had decided that I wanted to join the Marine Corps as an officer and so I applied and was accepted into the platoon leaders class law option which is the way that lawyers in the Marine Corps are selected 
And I was able to become a Marine officer and a judge advocate and went on active duty in 1992. Starting in 1993 to 1996, I was on active duty and I was at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. I did criminal defense for two years. And then I did a year of really civil law. It was called legal assistance. And I did everything from family law to wills, powers of attorney, landlord, tenant disputes, uh, assistant in some answering questions on civil litigation. I think the highlight of that career as a civil attorney for the Marine Corps is we had a number of check cashing places that were taking advantage of our Marines and sailors and their families, kind of a payday loan situation. And I took the lead on that and documented how many uh, Marines and sailors and families were paying high interest, excessive, uh, usurious amounts and got the North Carolina Attorney General involved and we shut down some of those check cashing businesses through the Attorney General of North Carolina. I came here to Lufkin in 1996, joined the law firm of Finley and Bait as an associate attorney in litigation. I did civil litigation trials, defending and prosecuting civil cases. I even had a jury trial with Judge Goodwin uh, in 1997 or 98, I think it was 1998. Uh, here in the 159th District Court. Uh, my first trial in Angeline County was a civil case. So I did the civil law for about two and a half years. Uh, I then went to the district attorney's office to work with Clyde Harrington as an assistant district attorney. And from uh, October of 1998 until March 31st of 2003, I was an assistant district attorney uh, prosecuting all kinds of cases uh, that all felony cases, handling civil forfeitures, as well as criminal appeals for the state of Texas. I, I did many of narcotics cases. Many of the law enforcement officers remember me working with them on search warrants, busting methamphetamine labs, uh, as well as taking care of victims of the crimes from everything from sexual assault to theft to robbery. I also, during that time, was teaching at Angelina College at the police academy. I taught search and seizure. I taught the Texas Penal Code. I taught the Texas Code of Criminal Procedure to the actual police cadets. And then additionally, I taught in the paralegal program legal research. Because I did a lot of appeals in the district attorney's office, I taught paralegal students the ins and outs of how to write an appeal, do legal research. In April of 2003, I left the district attorney's office and started Sharanza Law Office with my wife at the time, Michelle. She was already an attorney here in Lufkin, and we had that law office, which continues here today. I became board certified in criminal law by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization in 2005, and that required me to, one, not only have a number of jury trials, both state and federal, but also knowledge and appeals and procedures, not only in state court, but federal court. And you have to take a test. And if you pass the test, in addition to having the background, and it's not an easy test. I probably spent a couple of months studying for it. But I was privileged to become a board certified attorney in criminal law. Then about six years later, due to all the appeals that I had handled, not only at the district attorney's office, but as an attorney here in Angelina County, both state and federal, I became board certified in the first class of attorneys that obtained the board certification in criminal appellate law. That's a 
small group of attorneys that have specialized in appeals and post-conviction issues. That's some of the qualifications I in court every day, it seems like. And if I'm not in court, I'm in my office trying to take care of and help the families and the individuals that have needs here in Angelina County. What are some of the things that you feel separate you as a better candidate than the person you're running against right now? That would be Mr. Todd Cassaw. I think one of the biggest differences in looking back at the Office of Court Administration uh, statistics that are provided to them in Austin from the Angelina County District Clerk is, from what I've been able to determine, approximately now 70% of the cases in the District Court of Angelina County, both courts, is criminal. And there's 30% civil. Possibly one part of that is this tort reform that came out in 2003, but for whatever reason, majority of these cases are felony criminal cases where individuals are facing prison time. And since I am board certified in not only criminal law, but criminal appeals, I believe that specialization is going to make me uniquely qualified for this position due to the type of cases it's handled in this court. These criminal cases go to a jury trial, and if someone's obviously convicted by the jury, if the judge makes an error in the case, that case will be reversed on an appeal, and it could be two or three years later. And that's not fair to the victims of the crime. It's not fair to the defendant if the judge makes a mistake. I just think that due to my qualifications, I will be following the law based on the facts of the case. We should not have any errors. On the civil side, I've dealt with civil cases. I have in civil forfeitures. I've expunctions of records. Uh, I've represented people with family law cases in my career. I've represented children as an ad litem. I've represented individuals in CPS court, Child Protective Services, where children have been taken from them. But it goes back to my time at Finley and Bate. I had that civil experience to cover that other 30% of the docket. I believe because of my career, which is a variety of different positions, and not just being in one area of civil law makes me uniquely qualified to immediately uh, step into the court on day one and be able to handle the cases, move the cases, and take care of the matters. It's extremely important because uh, 24 hours a day law enforcement is needing district judges to review and sign search warrants for a variety of things. The most common sometimes is, is like driving while intoxicated. If someone refuses to provide a breath sample those officers will be seeking out a judge to sign a search warrant to get their blood. Well the district judges currently judge White and Judge Gentlemen are doing a majority of those uh, warrants. So you had to be readily available. Well, I taught search and seizure back while I was at the police academy. I, as a criminal defense board certified attorney, study this uh, area of the law and any changes to make sure that the warrants that I'm signing will be good, valid warrants that are not subject to attack later uh, or subject to an appeal. But more importantly, we've had a lot of violent crime and robberies to shootings and one of the things law enforcement is seeking is laptops and cell phones and other electronic devices could even be child pornography those have to again need district judge to review those search warrants and again my knowledge and experience makes me uniquely qualified for that uh, part of the job to be available any time of day for law enforcement okay well that sounds great as district judge 
What kind of influence do you think you can have uh, on the citizens of Angelina County, or what kind of impact can you make as a whole? I can make an impact because many of the cases, again, criminal cases, felony cases involve individuals. And when you have the individuals before the court, the decisions of the court will, will affect their lives. They, first, they must be held accountable if they're guilty of the crime. But justice is just not only holding them accountable, but justice also is having the, the judge look at, again, if they're all placed on some type of supervision, how can we maybe fix the problem so they don't keep coming back to court and this reoccurring? There are some that will need to be going to the prison and will be sentenced to prison for the most serious crimes that are public safety risk. But if there is those that are on supervision, the judge sets the terms of their rules of probation. And I think that's where you can make the biggest influence on them. Now, on the civil side, you got businesses that may be in business disputes, or you have individuals that have a land dispute, or you have a, a divorce that you're going through. I believe that moving those cases quickly through the courts and getting an answer will help the citizens get an answer to the litigation that's there so they either can agree or disagree. Either I'm approving a settlement or we're going to have a trial so that there's closure for those individuals and businesses. Dragging out litigation over years does not do justice to anyone. We need to continue, if I can as a judge, you know, move that case quicker or motivate the parties to a resolution. I think that is what's going to help this community. The longer you drag out, it also costs individuals and companies attorney's fees. So that's not just. I think if I can influence, I'm going to try to do that by running a very efficient court, and that's my goal. Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, we've had one of our citizens of Angelina County join us, and her name is Katya Villanueva. She came here today because she's got a couple of questions to ask Mr. Schranz as well. Katya, what would you like to ask Al? Well, first of all, good afternoon. My name is Katia Villanueva. Okay, so what are uh, some of the important issues you feel are facing Angelina County? Some of the important issues that are coming before the court, one will be cases involving some violent crimes that have occurred. It was on the front page of the Lufkin Daily News on December 31st. The number of shootings, murders, shootings may involve violent crime, ag assault, as well as robberies, uh, theft and burglaries and so that is an issue that needs to be addressed but again a judge is limited only to those cases that are filed before them and if the judge is giving an opportunity to set terms of either bonds or set terms of probation the other part is as we continue to have drug addiction alcohol addiction other addictions that still needs to be addressed and judge white has done it excellent job by having a drug court for individuals and my intent I'm going to keep that drug court going I've been working with Judge Enselman uh, and Judge previously Judge Bryan in the 217th District Court as a volunteer defense attorney on the reentry drug court for the last 14 years so I've gone to school I've taken classes in the operation of drug courts and I want to keep that drug court going Additionally, Judge White has a mental health docket, and that is a docket that helps individuals who have mental illness or need medication to ensure that those individuals, working with someone, a partner in the community, and their doctors, counselors, 
and possibly Burke, that they stay stabilized because they ended up in the criminal justice system. We're trying to keep those individuals out of jail or prison, if possible, by maintaining their medications and reporting to their counseling so that those individuals can be better or at least stable in their lives. Those are some of the issues I think we're going to need to continue to address and are some of our important ones now. Again, judges have a limited role. They can only deal with the cases that are brought before them. Okay, there's a lot of controversy over police brutality in the news right now. How do you feel about the job our sheriff department and police department are doing? I know that we've seen police brutality nationally, and there was an incident that had been reported a couple a year or two ago involving the sheriff's office. But currently, I believe our law enforcement officers are doing what they can with the resources they can. Both the sheriff's office, Lufkin Police Department, and maybe even other agencies are understaffed. Uh, they're trying to hire good officers. And I believe that the officers who are there in those positions at this time and those deputies are doing their best to provide for the community. They have a role to do in the community. I believe that their leadership has, in reflection of what's gone on nationally, have had additional classes and training about how to deal with situations to avoid what we've seen in other states. But right here in Angelina County, we have very good law enforcement that really do try to do their best in dealing with individuals. Again, it's going to be getting good officers. So I'd encourage anyone, if you want to make a difference in this area, go to the Angelina College Police Academy. Become an officer. I know someone who became an officer at the age of 40 years old. You're never too late. It's just not for the young. You can make that difference in your own community doing that or volunteering with a volunteer fire department and helping out in that area or a search and rescue group. I mean, if we can start doing more for our community and reaching out and making a difference on an individual level, we won't have the issues that we've seen in the nation if we kind of take care of ourselves and take care of our own. Okay, well, that sounds like a good plan. So I hope everybody's listening to his words of encouragement and suggestions for our community. Uh, Mr. Schranzes, or anything else you'd like to tell the uh, voters coming up this year uh, about why they should vote for Al Sharanza or district judge of the 159th? Well, the, the district judge in Angelina County, not only handling, has unlimited jurisdiction, which means all civil cases come under their jurisdiction or control, but the county courts here handle some of those cases, such as many of the family law cases but the district judges have to be available. One of the little known things in the Texas Constitution is is that the district judge of a county actually is the appeal authority over the county commissioners. So if for some reason the county commissioners and county judge do something illegal, unreasonable, or arbitrary, it's the district judge that has to step in and ensure that the public's protected. But that's one of many, many duties and varied responsibilities, as I mentioned already, issuing search warrants, arrest warrants. I didn't even mention forming our grand juries that review indictments, handling the trials, handling the protective orders, looking for the that this community is lawfully run overall. And I think that when you look at all the very variety of things that a district judge does, and my experience I've had not only as a prosecutor, as a civil attorney, a military attorney, and a defense attorney, I'm going to bring the leadership needed to 
run the 159th court in a very professional way that gets the court's business done and gets it done effectively. We've had many, many great judges in the 159th court and the 217th. I mean, Judge White has done an excellent job, and before him was Judge Gerald Goodwin, and before him was Judge David Walker. And that was a lineage of judges in that court that are big shoes to fill. And I believe I could fill those shoes and, and do the things that those judges did and model what they have done to keep that court running and providing for the citizens of Angeline County. Wow. Well, that's a mouthful. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you sharing all that good information and a lot of things I didn't know about you. So that's very interesting. And we know that the voters will be listening and carefully considering how to cast their ballot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Al Sharanza's perspective on what it would be like being the judge of the 159th District Court. Follow me to the next episode and we'll see what Todd Cassaw has to say. Talk to you later.